The No New Friends podcast is brought to you by the personal injury attorneys Kaufman and Lind at whenyouneedus.com. If you're injured in a car accident or any other injuries, give them a call 407-706-3535. That's whenyouneedus.com. I was pretty disappointed by the announcement of the death. Like, uh, you know, you go, so people knew she was dying, I guess, like you said. So they didn't even have like any of that smoke that they do with the Pope. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, there's a smoke. He's dead. Like, we didn't even get anything like that. We got no. It was just like, boom, that's it. Like, they could have done so much better. They could have made this a whole production, uh, her death. Have and, you not watched the TV? It's still a production. Well, no, I haven't. I don't believe in uh, cable news, Scott. You, we, I'm just totally disconnected. <laughs> So uh, I think she died years ago. Actually, I don't. I think they just let her know that she died and in a and car accident with Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she did kill Princess Diana, so she had it coming to her. But <laughs> so what I don't understand is everyone that's sad about this. She was ninety six. Let let her let her die. I know a full. Well, life. there are pe- there's life. like people who are like, why aren't they releasing an autopsy report? What? <laughs> 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 And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right, you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting, and we've got a good one for you today. Please connect with us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Twitch, the TikTok. All of our links are on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, you can check out our sweet merchandise and join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That's our Patreon. Uh, You have until... October 31st for hashtag share the show. Just share the link to our show on the Facebook and we're going to give you an entry into a drawing to win $50 Visa gift card. And it, you, don't, you don't have to pay anything to do that. It's free. Just share the link. Super simple. Also, hashtag journey of merch. It's not really a hashtag, but journey of merch where you take a picture of our No New Friends podcast shirt or magnet at a really cool place or on a really cool celebrity and send it to us, put it on Facebook, whatever. Just make sure that we get it. And uh, you'll also be entered into a chance to win, uh, entered into a drawing for a chance to win a $50 Visa gift card. I mean, words are difficult tonight. My name is Scott. I am the host with me as always. The Access of Evil, my co-host. I'm an architect for her pain. The only queen that really matters. Hashtag my queen, the queen of awkward encounters, Mary. Mary. And our other co-host, he is a LinkedIn expert, but he is our scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. You still stammered on the W. Well, I had to throw in a few so they knew it was me. Huh. Uh, I'm just going to, just because I know what we're going to be talking about, I'm going to go... Naked Gun. Don't know why you went with Naked Gun. It's actually uh, you were going in the right direction, and then just took a you know a left turn, like a real sharp left turn. Um, it's the King's Speech. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close to oh. the Naked Gun, I guess. Yeah. And they, they were both movies. <laughs> <laughs> they were both movies starring people, uh, directed by other people. No, I was thinking because the whole thing with in Naked Gun is uh, the, the the queen is in Naked Gun, so I thought it was going to be uh, a... 
you know, I don't know. Could I have also know. been I, the great mouse detective. I don't. <laughs> I thought I thought you were getting at because uh, the naked guy because the queen just died and the na- the naked gun's a comedy and they're both funny. So I thought that oh. maybe that's wow. That's um. I mean the the at. memes that have come out of it. The memes. Gold. Have been, oh my god. So listen, you, you know, part of adulting is, uh, especially adulting here in the United States, is we're obsessed with dumb stuff. Okay, I know that when. Uh, William and Kate got married. I was obsessed. I watched all of the docu series and and the uh, the made for TV movies and all that. And we're obsessed with the royal family. And I don't wait get a second, it. Scott. Go ahead, Scott. Don't say weird. Don't lump us into this. I feel like, yeah, that's <laughs> don't a... you lump us into this. I'm There's saying no we, we. As, as American adults, uh, maybe not we as a, as a podcast, but as American adults, we are obsessed with the royal family. I find some of it fascinating. I wouldn't say that I'm obsessed with it. I think it's funny that like how the media spins certain things. Like poor Kate, she can't even be a parent. Like if she gives her kid a look like that, a mom would give their kid. They're like, and I'm sure she abuses them. Like it's like she just can't. Um, so that's interesting to me but and diana can't ride in cars it's insane uh well she definitely can't anymore (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the the most confusing thing for me is so you have this king and queen um you have a lot of colonialism you have a lot of like you know england was like the most ferocious vicious empire in the world you know they you know enslaving people and selling people and doing this that so they get rid of it so they get rid of the monarchy right they elect their leaders now so but they still they still put these fake kings and queens on a pedestal that's almost like uh when when hollywood blacklisted harvey weinstein it'd be like if they he hosted the oscars every year like, you know <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna use him he's not gonna have any power but we'll, we'll still let him host the oscars Right, right. Yeah. So this was insane. So I'm I'm listening to the radio the day that she dies and she wasn't dead yet. Kind of like Anne Heche for you know, like a whole week. She was dead, but she wasn't dead. And they're talking about just all the things that go into this. Uh, the London Bridge is falling. Uh, you know, that was the, the code sign when when the queen dies, it's London Bridge is falling or whatever. Is it really? Yeah, that was like this whole thing. Um so they've been rehearsing her death for three weeks prior to her how death. Does, oh my god! How? <laughs> so let, let me let me explain. How that has to feel like laid up in the hospital bed, and you're like, and a one, and a two, like that's her. Like, what? <laughs> no, di- no, dearie, that was not right. Do it again. <laughs> so they. <laughs> They they rehearsed the news coverage, aerial coverage of uh, like how they were going to cover the queen's death, the angles, the B roll, you know, the B shots, the zoom in, the zoom out, uh, and and then they called it uh, Mrs. Robinson has died. Like that's w- the the fake the fake thing that um, that went out there, uh, you know, not on the news, but just at the rehearsal uh, recordings where Mrs. Robinson has died. So this went on for three weeks beforehand. All of the news anchors had to have a an, an extra outfit in the newsroom for when she died. Just you know, all black, so that London is far, London Bridge has fallen, uh, and now we change. London Bridge has fallen, we change, and then we go into this uh, you know 
talking about the queen's death. Also, they were instructing everybody in the nation to have somber music on when that announcement comes up. So like there was like a queen death playlist that was was <laughs> circulating in England uh, in preparation of the queen's death. I just uh, how, why do you know this? I heard it on before she died. So the, immediately, I I know my mom is obsessed with the royal family, and I, I texted it. her. I said, I said, Mom, the Queen's going to die today. You may want to turn on the news. And she's like, I'm already watching. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed by the announcement of the death. Like, uh, you know, you go. So people knew she was dying. I guess, like you said, so they didn't even have like any of that smoke that they do with the Pope. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, there's a smoke. He's dead. Like, we didn't even get anything like that. We got no. It was just like, boom, that's it. Like, they could have done so much better. They could have made this a whole production, uh, her death. Have and, you not watched the TV? It's still a production. Well, no, I haven't. I don't believe in uh, cable news, Scott. We, we, I'm just <laughs> totally disconnected. So, uh, I think she died years ago, actually. I don't. I think they just let her know that she died. And, <laughs> in a and car accident with Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she did kill Princess Diana, so she had it coming to her. But, <laughs> so... What I don't understand is everyone that's sad about this. She was ninety six. Let let her let her die. I know a full. Well, life. there are pe- there's life. like people who are like, why aren't they releasing an autopsy report? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the one that we're gonna question. That's the conspiracy oh. in this family that we're gonna we're gonna question. All right. Spoiler alert: She was old. And I love how now that she's dead, like everyone's sad. Everyone just forgot about all the racism and everyone forgot about everything that right. happened in the last few years with, with Kate. Like, like now, like that, we're, we're just gonna, that's so sad. It's so sad she died. Um, can we talk about what the outfit that Meghan Markle wore? Does anybody I know what I'm talking oh, about? I did not see it. Did was it bright she yellow? Wore, no, it basically was the same thing that Diana wore for a funeral. Like, it's literally the same thing. It was great. Oh. Oh, I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you guys. Um, Maybe she now, did. Real Maybe petty. She did. I loved it. I loved every second of it. it. It really made me reflect on the monarchy in England. And they are put up in housing for uh, for free. They, they, uh, they get, I guess they get paid by the government. How else do they make their money? They're basically just glorified welfare recipients. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, think about it. They, they live on government property and get paid by the government to do, just exist. Right, exactly. I don't know why. I don't know why uh, and, and then now there's the line of secession. Like I'm watching um, uh, Game of Thrones. I, 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 don't, I just don't get it. I, my, more importantly, I was very concerned about who was getting the corgis. <laughs> I mean, who oh, cares where you are in the line of secession? I want to know who gets the Korgs. And apparently it's, what, Prince Andrew? Isn't that who they said gets the Corgis? Who's Prince Andrew? Isn't that somebody? Maybe I'm making up a name. Andrew sounds white enough to be at the end. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. It feels yeah, like it, it's a of... fit. Isn't he the yeah. one that got in trouble for the thing with the... <sighs> with Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's probably it's probably half he- of them. <laughs> so actually, the family. What I what I found really funny is, uh, you know, the show Hamilton's Twitter handle tweets out everyone at Hamilton is deeply saddened by the passing of Her Majesty the Queen, and we offer our sincere condolences to the royal family. I'm like, dude, do you not know what your show is about? <laughs> and like <laughs> revolting against England. Yeah, I, I you mean, know. We- <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know who, you know who else uh, 
didn't care of her passing was half of Africa that were that were brutally colonized uh, by by England during her her beautiful reign. <laughs> Look, there were a lot of good people on people on both sides. Oh, there are a lot of fine people. A lot of fine sides. people on both sides. What you're Bubba Job, Bubba Job, stand down and stand by. All right. <laughs> 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 but also, like, how does it feel to be Harry to see that, like, Kate and William's twat-headed kids are, like, way ahead in line than you? You're like, all these dang kids. Kids ruin Yeah, oh, everything. yeah, he's way, he's way, I mean, so, yeah, like. Yeah, like, there's, like, a, a, there's babies in front of him. <laughs> I think one of her corgis is ahead of him. Well, I mean, rightfully so, though. I don't know. But imagine being unemployed for 70 years, unemployed for 70 years, and then, uh, and you're waiting, you're just waiting, you're hoping and praying that your mom dies so that you can take, you can have a job and take over the crown. <laughs> you see how entitled he was as soon as he, as soon as he got to be king, you see him, you see those videos of him like pointing to the person to move the thing that was right in front of him. Like there's this little tray. Oh, no. Did you see this? Oh my no. gosh, it's horrible. There's this little, he sits down, there's this little tray. And he's like, for people who can't see him at home, he's like just wi- like wiping it away in the air. Like he could have used more effort or less energy to actually move it himself, but he made someone run over <laughs> and move move it in front of him. I feel like maybe that behavior's been reinforced his whole life, though. Like I don't know if it's sure. just now appearing. Oh, I blame all of England. It's not. It's you not know? just him. I blame. I all think of them. also. Can we just address the fact that Camilla went from being his side piece to a queen now? Like. No, she's not a queen. She can't be a queen. Yeah, but like she is. So, <laughs> there. Now, like I said at the start of this, the only queen that matters to me is uh, the queen of awkward encounters. How are you? It's I, me, I, I miss Mary. you. I haven't seen you in forever. No, <laughs> um, I'm fine. I'm just real busy because I have this whole like I have a job now and school and kids. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have time for anything. I don't have time for anything. Um. Except for, I will take those corgs if they're still willing to let me have them. I'll take <laughs> those dogs. <laughs> I don't know. The way that you control just the one makes me nervous having you uh, okay. take on multiple. I don't know what her deal was tonight. I don't. She she's grieving. Let allow her to grieve in her own way. Right. The <laughs> queen died. She's she's upset. What what else do you have going on? Enough about me. I'm boring. <laughs> well, Chris has a really cool, exciting thing going on on Twitch. So we've been gaming. Uh, well, I, I say yeah. we. Uh, I watch. Uh, You've been as, gaming by association. Yeah, gaming by association. And I am going to start a really cool kind of like old school gaming thing. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, live stream Oregon Trail, you know, just different old school games on Twitch. So be looking for that. I'll probably just get on there about once, once a week because I don't have like a lot of time. Chris, what do you got going on on Twitch? I'm so excited about this with Madden. Well, so... We've been playing a lot of Fortnite, we've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, we had to switch it up a bit. So, starting this week sometime, I'm going to say this week because I'm shooting for tonight, but if it doesn't happen tonight, it will happen this week. And, uh, if you miss it tonight, which you have if you're listening to this and don't know what I'm talking about, because we are now talking about the past. <laughs> I'm putting, I'm going to put all these videos up on YouTube, so the, the series will be on YouTube, on our No New Friends podcast YouTube channel. Welcome to Tuesday Night Football. A limited Twitch series brought to you by the No New Friends Podcast. This story, of course, does not start tonight. It starts on Nick Saban's vacation. Yes, that's right. Alabama head coach Nick Saban. He and his family went on vacation to the smiling coast of Africa. 
also known as the Gambia. Now little did he know that his whole life would change. And I'm not talking about the divorce. I'm talking about the man that he discovered. The man he found goes by the name of Lamen and various other names, but you may know him as Bubba Job. Bubba Job spent years trying to scam people on the internet for money, trying to raise money for he and his 45 siblings. After the brutal murder of his grandparents, he turned to internet scams to try to put food on his table. This was not something he was proud of, but it was something he did out of necessity. He met Nick Saban, and Nick Saban recruited him to Alabama where he played for the next three years, until he developed plantar's fasciitis, which knocked him out his senior year. Bubba went on to go undrafted, but now there is time to redeem himself. The Indianapolis Colts have given Bubba an offer for a one-year deal. This is the story of redemption. This is the American dream. This is the story of Bubba Joe. So on Madden 23, what, what all that means is on Madden 23, I'm starting this thing called Face of the Franchise. You take a player, which I've created, Bubba Joe, made him 22, because his Instagram handle is Bubba Joe underscore 22. You might be wondering, why is number 22 playing quarter rock? Because I wanted it to, all right? It's a video game. I could do anything I want. So you will follow the career of the man who used to hunt goats. Now he's hunting for the title of goat. Ooh. Starting this I, week. I, I can't wait. It will be a weekly series, and we will publish the replays on uh, comment. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to get Scott in here to commentate some of these games too. Yeah, that'd uh, be fun. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, so we will have that. Uh, that will be on our Twitch live, and maybe we'll get a specific day so we can do like a schedule, and then it will be posted to YouTube after. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, very excited for our friend, friend of the podcast, Bubba Joe. Yes, yes, very good friend of the podcast. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break before we do that. Chris, do you know the uh, the only the only person who's been unemployed longer than uh, King Charles is you? <laughs> You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Coming up, we've got our interview with Jeff Kaufman, and he talks about a really cool meeting with a comic book icon. It's a really, really cool story. I uh, don't want to miss that. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, looking for another way to listen to the No New Friends podcast? We are now featured on Glacier FM. That's G-L-A-C-E-R-F-M dot com. Just go to the uh, music channels and go to Glacier Underground. That is Glacier, G-L-A-C-E-R. And you can hear us Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, that is GlacierFM.com. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. 
Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my, my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why I've been using I Believe services for the past six, seven years, and they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. We are joined in virtual studio by our reoccurring, very special guest. Uh, wow, I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, my name and, that would work for yeah, you. Yeah, I forgot your name. I forgot really, everything. Scott, I had this whole, th- I had this whole thing planned. Screen. It's not really that tough. All you got to do is look below <laughs> the left corner. He's like, yeah, reading is tough too. Reading is tough. Reading's yeah. real tough. <laughs> but uh, from the law offices of Kaufman and Lind, uh, you know him. He's all over the radio. He's uh, he's got comic books. He's got uh, stand up comedy. Mister Jeff Kaufman is back with us again. Jeff, how you doing? It is such a privilege to be in your company. Unbelievable. The uh, the the privilege is all yours. Uh, yeah. So. In addition to your full-time lawyer job, uh, you've you've written a number of comic books. How how many are you up to right now? Uh, I've written sixteen graphic novels and about sixty single-issue comic books and a children's book. So yeah, wow, a little bit, a little bit. I can't, Jeff. I have a hard time with the whole notion of you writing a children's book. Well, it puts a lotion on. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty creative with that stuff. No, uh, what what happened was is I was doing a Dragon Con. That's a big convention in Atlanta many years ago. And I had just written this great graphic novel and this reporter came up to me and she goes, well, you know, maybe someday you could like get serious about your writing. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what? She goes, I just interviewed this great children's book author downstairs. Have you ever tried that? I said, it takes me six months to write a graphic novel. I could write a children's book in about 35 minutes. You know, <laughs> one sentence a page I think is doable on 20 pages. But, uh, and she goes, well, it's a lot harder than that. So I wrote this great children's book called Chip and Goro. And it wound up just blowing out every children's book writer and artist. And they just, they they kind of banned the book because they're going, wait a minute, this artwork obviously took a long time. I'm going, yeah, I took pride in getting this together. So it was an amazing book. So I, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. I was thinking to myself, I felt bad because a lot of my books are, let's just say, uh, mature viewer. And every time a kid comes up to my booth, like three to five, and they always reach over and grab like the booby cover. I'm like, no. So now I needed something to hand to them. So now I just hand them a Chip and Goro, and they lose their mind. And then the parent goes, have you done the sequel? You didn't pay for the first one. (laughs) I gave it to your kid. You know, buy the regular one. Come on, hook me up. So obviously, Jeff, you're a huge uh, comic comic fan, Marvel fan. Did you watch any of the D23 live stream expos or anything? I know you're a busy oh, guy. Oh, of course. But- of course. I was at, I was at Comic-Con San Diego uh, about a month and a half ago when Disney was on the stage at uh you know what they call Hall F, Hall H, which is the big yeah. one and every second somebody was sending me a picture of what's going on, what's going on. I don't think they really gave us that much. D23? At D23? They didn't yeah. give us, I'm dying for Fantastic Four. Any Fantastic Four? Yeah. Nap. 
No Fantastic. All, How about all some X Men? The director. Nope. No X Men. No. So what are they going to give us? They're going to give us. And think of this way: now Disney owns the rights to X Men, Fantastic Four, and a lot of great characters. So what do we get? Nothing. Thunderbolt. We get nothing. Thunderbolts. Yeah. And Thunderbolts isn't even Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts is like the rejects of the movies we've seen. Not a single character from the comic book Thunderbolts is in Thunderbolts. Baron Zemo was the leader of Thunderbolts. Uh, before before we got interrupted by technical problems, you were talking about the, they're not the real Thunderbolts. No, nobody on the team is from actual the Thunderbolts. I mean, the whole team was made. It, it was uh, a bunch of villains that were pretending they were heroes. So they wore heroes costumes and they made up all these characters and it was it was Moonstone, it was uh, a couple Spider-Man villains. I mean, so there was no way for you to tell who they were and they were like fighting crime. So you thought that, oh, this is a new superhero team and about issue five, six, they relayed that they were actually villains. Now, nobody, hmm. Thunderbolts, they go, oh, who do we got sitting around here? Oh, we got a couple guys from Black Widow. Let me think, you know, and it's it just, I, I'm sure it's gonna be a great story but at the same time, right. I'm like going, how about try to use an inch of the book that this that you are actually basing this on? Just an inch of it. And they go, eh, we'll think about it. We'll, right, we'll keep them. right. Are you guys watching Lord of the Rings? No, I, I am not. Yeah, no. See? see, a billion dollars spent on that. I'm watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did watch some of that. You said a billion dollars? A billion That's dollars a Amazon spent on that. Yeah, a billion with a B. Well, I did watch one of the fight scenes on Twitter, and it does not look like a billion dollar production. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bezos just spent that on delivery, so that's the difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about it. I, I mean, I was more excited for Cobra Kai than I was for Lord of the Rings, and you're going, come Which on, how do, you, how do I feel that way? That and House of Dragon, no, and I, I love Game of Thrones, but I'm waiting. I don't like, I don't like having to wait week, week to week to week to watch something. Uh, I like to binge things, so I'm going to wait to catch up on House of Dragons. But that's huge right now. That's all anybody talks about. I've watched a couple episodes. It's always weird. House of Dragons makes me feel like a pedophile. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, think about it. They introduce some teenage girl looks like twelve year old. When she having sex? I mean, that's that's what. The, that's all these shows are. Think about it. They always get these younger girls. You're going, how old is she? Fifteen, sixteen, and you're going, she's going to be nude soon. And that's what that stuff is. It's like exactly like uh, anime. Anime is the same thing. They take a 19 year old body <laughs> with a 12 year old head, and they're going, okay, can't enjoy this. Uh, it's a little. Jeff, it's a I little. Did my, I did my research. Okay. Episode one, I did my research. She's 22 years old. In but real life. how old does she actually look? I don't care. It's fine. Oh, okay. she's legal. I, I, did, I, I listen, love it. She's legal. Listen, I checked her ID. You know, listen, the listen, pigtails are just for the hell of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, she might be 15 in the show, but, but she's 22 in real life. But it's that's okay. what actors do. They look like they're 12 and they're actually 36 and chain smokers. Right. You know, that, I, like, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, know, I remember 90210. The, the, I forgot what the woman who ran the paper was like 42. <laughs> Gabrielle right. Cortez. Yes. Gabriella was like 40 or something. I was like, how how old is this woman? And they go, no, no, she wears yeah, glasses. Yeah. It makes her younger. Or, or the guy who played Hannah Montana's brother. He was like in his 40s playing a, a 12-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he had like a disease, didn't he? Oh, okay. Now I feel like an ass. Yeah. No, you don't. You no, we don't. Take one for the I team. Don't. It's on I him. Don't. It's not my disease. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like one that they got a ribbon for. 
I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most epic thing and the most exciting thing to come out of D23 Marvel's panel is the the start of it uh, with them re, re, uh, re-performing uh, Save the City from uh, Steve Rogers, the musical. I, I thought it was fun. I thought that was bad. I, I mean, it's, it's I thought, fun. I, I, was I, was I was trying to think fun. what I love best about that. I'm trying to think, D23, what was the best part? Um, I don't know. I really, I don't think there was a best part because you were waiting for the big announcements. And how tough is it to go, uh, yeah, we're doing X-Men. Would it kill them? <clears throat> right, right. I mean, that's right. all we want. We just want to see it. In fact, they, they even showed it to us. They're going, hey, guess what? Look at, look at Professor X. He was in uh, Doctor Strange. The only thing worthy in the movie. And, uh, you know, so we have X-Men. We're just not going to give it to you. There or were... just give us one actor from, uh, from yeah, Fantastic Four. Give me Shadow Cat for two seconds. Kitty Pride run across the screen and then disappear. That's all I needed. <laughs> right. There were two things they showed at D23 that I'm really excited about. The one is that special coming out in October, Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night. The black unique. and white? The yeah, black yeah. and white was a little weird. A little weird. I think me. it looks, it it's like, it's like indie, I don't know. We're it looks, edgy. Looks pretty cool. It's black and white. It looks different. Yeah. We couldn't yeah, afford yeah, color today. We spent white. it all on <laughs> the stage. Okay. See, they, they spin it. Then the other thing was the trailer for uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. That trailer yeah, that was pretty cool. That was, that's a dark movie. It's going to be one of those two yeah. smart things where I'm the only one who gets everything. And then they're going to bullet. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a l- <laughs> lot of reading and a lot yeah. of explaining to my wife when we watch that. With everything that you do, yeah. there has to be some sort of uh, priority list of shows you have to watch. Because there's always great shows out. So you say you watch Cobra Kai. How do you, had how do you to, determine had to. what to put your time into? Okay, so Cobra uh, Kai is that Cobra good. Kai was a Cobra Kai. I'm four seasons in. I'm stuck. I'm okay, stuck. So you gonna, know, they're going to jump the shark yeah. sooner or later. And Daniel's going to become yeah. a girl. It's going to be great. But I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, Cobra Kai was a mandatory thing because that was like karate and 90210 put together. That was fun. So I'm stuck right. there. Um, most Marvel shows I have to watch. Uh, but okay. I've actually, yeah, I've, been hold, I've been holding on She-Hulk. And I've been holding you on watch she- it yet. Here's, no, I watched it for two episodes, but the first, second episode was like 30 minutes. And I'm like, what was that? Yeah, I know, and I'm I going, know. you know what? If they're all 30 minutes. Yeah. Jeff, that's brilliant. Yeah, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have waited to watch She-Hulk all at one time because the episodes are so short and it's just a fun show. I'm not seeing like we we only have two episodes left and I'm still not seeing this big uh this big arc or this big conflict. Uh, it, it's just a fun show. Here's here's what I'm here's see I have an in. I'm not telling my I got a I got okay. a guy. I got a guy. It's great. We may he have told, the same he, guy. He, he told know, no maybe. no we don't have the same guy. Trust me. He okay. told me everything. I'm locked in. NDA. Screw the NDAs. I'm telling Jeff it all. And uh, <laughs> really? oh man, the Punisher. They're bringing the Punisher back, and I can't tell you what show oh, they're no. bringing him back in. But it's going oh, to be an really? absolute screw job, and I can't wait to really? see it. Yeah, and Daredevil. That's exciting. Th- th- the Daredevil announcement was cool because they announced it 18 yes. episodes. Yeah, but every yeah. episode is what five is minutes, so it doesn't count. Okay. Um, <laughs> Marvel's going, yeah, we gave you 18 episodes. They're each a minute and a half. It's great. It's such a Disney thing to do. Yeah. I'm, I've, you know, I always wonder, Hannah Montana, if they could do a dark version of that, that would work for me like they did with Riverdale. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would work. I, I you think know? I would, yeah, I think I'd be a watcher of that. That's basically Miley Cyrus's life, though. Oh. <laughs> you know, at first, there were times that I, I think I was required to hate her for some reason. I don't even know why. I was just required to hate her because I was told, ah, oh, she's riding a ball. She's trying to be controversial, everything else. Really talented girl. Really talented woman. Very talented. Yeah. I should appreciate Miley more than I do. So, Miley, you get a pass now. I'm good with you. You know, I'm not going to wanna... be the hater club on you anymore. I wasn't, I never ever said anything, but in my heart, I didn't feel right about you because I, I felt like they were selling me, you know, like I said, 13 and 14 year olds. 
But now, you know, right. she, uh, she does her thing. So I'm good with it. Yeah, her. get her on the podcast to apologize. Yeah. C- could you imagine that voice? <laughs> I'd be going, they'd be screwing with me and sending me some imposter or something. It'd be some dude catfishing <laughs> me. You know. Jeff, you have a lot of action figures or, or figurines for your, your comic book collection and all that. I swear to God, so, don't use the T word, man. I'll find you. You say toys. Did I say it? Oh, I. You were thinking. Did I say that? You were thinking it in your heart. (laughs) I was thinking it. He was going. What can I say that won't be offensive to him? You got your. You got your dolls. (laughs) Oh yeah. See, dolls is another one. (laughs) I had to explain the other day when they said, "So you have a lot of hobbies." I'll shoot you. Okay. (laughs) I'm a published writer. I'm not just sitting here knocking this out in my basement. Hobbies. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) So. If if uh, if there's an if there's a fire, and you can only grab one action figure, one statue, one figurine, what is it that you grab? Oh, it's a comic book box. Screw the statues. All right, I'm taking the comic book box. Gotta go. Do you have? Are they are they graded? <laughs> Why would I pay that? It's crazy. <laughs> only dumbasses fork out that money. <laughs> you know, because here's the deal: if you have if you have a real big book, okay, let's say you have uh-huh. a Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. This is how they do it. In CGC, sue me, but you guys suck. And that's my opinion. They, the grading is the same, no matter what book you hand them. But here's how they get you. The value of the book depends on what they're charging you. Like they bought the damn book. Like, they, like, we, like we went in on it 50-50. And they're going, well, <laughs> you know, here. There is no reason in the world they should jack you on the cost of the book. They're going, well, the book's 10000 so we're going to charge you this much because it's more than the average book we grade. And I'm going, but the grading is the same. Yeah. Hey, listen, I want you to know something. When somebody opens a book in the big, you know, sunshine and, you know, like the, like the uh, Lucky Charms commercial opens up when I open the box, you won't care if it's great or not. You'll go, oh God, what is that? So yeah, I never understood the grading of comic books because it's a comic book. There's, you know, sometimes hundreds of pages in there. You want somebody, you want somebody to go, okay, this is exactly what it is. Cause you could have 20 different comic book stores giving you different grades and you you do need I agree on the necessity. I just don't like the way they screw you. you yeah, know? so that's how yeah, I, I, I I know what you mean with the because uh, they, they have different tiers for different prices. So it's, it's not just percentages. It's a percentage. I didn't know it's I didn't know it's percentage. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Scumbag. Um, <laughs> I had something in my throat. I didn't know what it was. I had a buddy of mine who got who graded three books. Three of his books, sixteen thousand dollars. Oh my Ooh. god! Like I'm putting this CGC CEO's butt munch son through college or something. I mean, you're you're just yeah. I'm saying you know you're in Tampa. I can find you. You know that's where the CGC guys are. You know counting the money. You know they're like Uncle right. Scrooge. Was it Mayor McDuck or something sitting there just counting gold coins? Uh-huh. Yeah, yep, yep. Not a fan. Real quick, if you could, if you guys could explain to the guy that was getting laid in high school, what does grading of comic books mean? Okay, it's real simple. There's a company called the Comic Book Grading Company. They're the number one company, and what they do is they that you send them your books. And then they take a look and they make they give they go through every page, they look through problems, mainly the cover is what they're looking for. And then they see if there's any okay. cuts or anything else like that. And then they give a grade from like nothing to ten. Okay. So the closer you get to ten, the higher the grade is. So the value of the book is higher. So if I have, for example, gotcha. the first appearance of Spider-Man is Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. If I have a nine point eight of that book, I have about a two million dollar book on my hand. If it's oh, a wow. one it's probably around 13,000. So yes, oh, darn. depending on the number they give you will determine how much the book is worth. So there you go. Gotcha. But Jeff, you got to meet Stan Lee. Yeah. That, that and Stan, that's a pretty cool story if you got time for that. Um, I mean, Stan was tough. I mean, I, I would, 
I did so many Comic Cons, and everyone go, oh, I saw Stan in the elevator. I saw Stan here. I mean, it was like, where's Waldo? But where's Stan? And everybody who who worked <laughs> with me had their Stanley moment. And I'm going, and and I hate you. I, I mean, I honestly hate you <laughs> if you had your Stanley moment and I didn't. Because I'm going, man, I, I should have had mine by now. And I was hanging out with Lou Ferrigno, and he goes, oh, it was done last night. I'm like, I hate you, Lou. <laughs> and it was just such a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, you can hate Lou sometimes. And what happened was is, is I'm finally doing this documentary called How to Fail in Comic Books. And I was putting bounties on people's heads to the guy who was getting me the interviews. And I told him, it's my boy, Justin. I said, Justin, Stanley goes, I go, Stanley, Stanley's worth $200. If you get me Stanley's $200. And I, I don't think Justin's going to be able to do it because just, Justin's an uber geek, you know, but he, he, he speaks dollars. I mean, Franklin's are his, you know, he loves, <laughs> loves the $100 bills. And he goes, I got Stanley. And I'm going, shut up. He goes, but we got to go downstairs. And I'm worse downstairs in the basement. I'm like, in the basement in New York, this is a bad <laughs> horror movie. I know I'm getting killed. <laughs> So we go down like six stories into, into the Javits Center. I, it's probably not six. It just felt like that elevator wasn't stopping. And <laughs> I'm behind the curtain, and I hear his voice. And when you hear Stan Lee's voice, it's like nothing you've ever heard. Oh, boy, you know, when I was first doing this, and you're going, oh, my God, he's on the other side of the curtain, the great and powerful Oz. I want to see him. And the guy comes out who's allowed me to do the interview. He goes, he goes you get one question. Oh. Well, that's not an interview. That's a question do you want it yeah of course i want it so so when they they finally get me there and i'm trying to explain to stan which was a lot longer than actually the questions i would ask uh jeff what, what's this book about i, I said it's a it's documentary it's called how to fail in comic books how to fail in comic books no no it's what to do and not to do and i feel like i've just called him a loser and i need him to on how to not screw up in comic books. and he goes well, what? okay enough kid what do you want I said, all right, I want you to be straightforward. I'm going to ask you what it takes, and I want you to be mean. I want you to tell people how hard it's going to be. I know rah-rah stuff. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. And I go, Stan. And I held the mic over and just put my head down. And for five minutes, he tees off. And I'm having wow. my best moment ever. I mean, I don't even lift my head. I'm just sitting there listening to Stan go, and oh, my God, if you're not the best writer they have, they'll use somebody else. And he was, he was just going off. And I saw his handler turn around, and that's when I go, oh, question two. And it was like a fanboy moment. For example, I'm having mine now. And he didn't laugh. And you know how sad it is for me, you know, to tell a joke and have the guy I respect most in the universe not laugh. <laughs> right. I was going, I am officially a loser. Yeah, he went off for another 10 minutes. And I walked out of there and I swear it was like a 12-year-old meeting Miley Cyrus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Do you still have that recording? Uh, yeah, I also have the... Uh, picture of me looking like a humble child when he was talking <laughs> and i actually had him really sign cool. it i had him sign it in a convention later but i couldn't be there to sign it because i was working the booth so i sent two of my guys out there and he's looking at the picture and he can't figure out which one of the two are in the picture <laughs> he was like going, am i that old <laughs> no no it's not us Jeff, jeff's at the booth he that's great to sign it. 50 bucks i paid 100 bucks for his signature two of them wow, when i'm famous awesome. somebody who goes i got a jeff kaufman instead of a stan lee that'll be cool <laughs> never gonna happen scott would do that yeah 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 jeff uh do you have any appearances coming up uh in the next couple weeks or so where 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 can our where can our listeners find you well i do the show under oath i've been we've been doing under oath for about i just think we just hit episode like 35 which was really oh, cool nice. and i got to interview Time the fly. the lighting director for aerosmith so and the cool thing yeah, about that is that. i said that's cool yeah i said what's cool is i'm going to be in vegas at the end of the month he goes oh why don't you just come to the show you can sit in the lighting booth with me 
<laughs> oh, that's badass. Bad time in the city. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My geeky ass sitting there listening to Steven Tyler serenade me. That's the way it works. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. Wow. I love that. So every once in a while, you got to do cool stuff. I got to interview uh, Christy Martin, you know, the female boxer whose mm -hmm. husband left yeah. her for dead after shooting her in the head. Oh, right. Was, oh, my God. You want to do, you, you think this is a tough interview. Wait till you say, ask her this question. <laughs> As you're lying on the ground, stabbed, bleeding with a bullet hole, and he goes to wash the blood off himself before he has to dispose of your body, what's going through your head? <laughs> wow. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> and, and Ryan is sitting next to me having, you know, like he's shaking, like he's going to like, you know, you know, when you disappear, you move so fast. I think that's what Ryan, <laughs> yeah. Ryan was going. Ryan was sick. And I was going, no, oh, I need to know. I need to know God. this. And she was awesome. Under Oath is on every Saturday, or if you want to. Look, at, it's under oath with Jeff Kaufman. So awesome. Well, this also, show went fast. Jeff God, Winton. was I that full? Of, was I that full of crap? The show, or you guys are just like no, no. It was interesting. A I lot know. of comic book stuff, and you know, we're both nerds. Uh, Chris knows comic oh, books. Stop I don't. It. You're just you're just buttering me out. <laughs> How do you not know comic books? It's like Spider Man and Hulk. Well, uh, yeah, all right. I know. I know. But, so if you're like my girlfriend, who's terrible with that, my girlfriend's terrible. She doesn't know the difference between Marvel and DC. So oh, she no. like drops points in my eyes when she does says stuff like that and she goes oh is that batman or spider-man you're dead to me <laughs> oh no oh no. no that is such a turnoff sounds when a woman doesn't know that marvel and dc i'm like oh god she, you know huge red flags she's a you 10 know? but she doesn't know the difference between dc and marvel well you've been buried enough you know how your you know how your wife has certain things she knows to set you off and she goes okay we're having this i don't care what moves the in and she you know whether she comes in and the mascot cast and whatever it takes you know my girl knows that all she's got to do is start talking about you know first issue of black panther fantastic four number 52 it's getting there baby <laughs> just starts reading off first appearances and i get so hot i'm like okay we're good <laughs> Have you ever put the uh, the furry on for her? No, no, because you know I like to be comfortable, and I, I think <clears throat> I think as you get older, you know, you no longer want to have sex in weird places because you're like, ah, you know, I got this cramp. You know, you don't want to be like, you know, can we do this in the bed? And, you know, you got to be, you got to pay. As an older man, I need to be pampered. I mean, no more of this young buck. We're doing it in the car stuff. You know, it's it's got to right. just be a relaxing thing. You know, I have to. You know, when you put the remote down and you're wondering, you leave it on pause. Cause you know you're gonna go back to it you know that's such a crappy thing to do you don't even turn the tv off you put it on pause okay how long is this gonna take about eight minutes nine if i nine you know give her it's, it's pretty bad when by the time i'm done it hasn't gone to a black screen or the screensaver yeah. it's still on pause <laughs> Chris, this is a real life thing that's going to happen to you. You're, you're still young. Uh, you're what, 27? But it is something where you're watching TV in bed and she's going to lean over and you're going to know it's uh, it's go time. And you pause the movie because you it's get Saturday. To to that's get how you know it. it's Saturday. It's Saturday night. <laughs> it's 10 <laughs> You know, she's like, oh, I got to be up early. You know, uh, if we're not doing this, we're going to have to hold off to next week. You actually make an appointment for sex as you get older. You know, you put <laughs> yeah. it in your outlook. You know, it's like, it's like, you get, you, get the, you know, you get your Alexa, Alexa reminds you, you know, ten oh two time for sex. And then you put it on, you snooze her because you're not in the mood. Uh, snooze. Hit that, hit, that, hit that sex snooze button like 22 times, you know. 
You know, you've done it too. You ever hope that they actually fall asleep? You're maybe she'll fall asleep. Maybe I'm off the hook tonight. (laughs) And it's not that you don't want to have sex, but I I think it's kind of like watching, you know, your favorite show like 200 times. It's like, "Eh, it's a rerun of Big Bang. I guess I can watch it. (laughs) Oh, look at Leonard. Oh, good for him. No, <laughs> there are women there going. I understand what he's talking about. Yeah, right. You know, the, you know when the women finally put on the matches. You know, you haven't seen them since your first date. See, Chris doesn't know what matches are. Scott knows what they are because he hasn't seen them. Yeah, in a I long know time. what matches are. Yep. Yeah, that's when the panties match the bra. You know, yeah. and you're going. Oh, that means ooh, she made the ooh, decision. Ooh, She's, ooh, something's happening. Yep. Because you know, normally it's like these these underwear that have survived the Holocaust. They look like they're like <laughs> 75 years old that the grandmother gave them to her. And you're going, do those even hold up? You know, she's got like safety pins on the sides to keep them up. Yeah. yeah. The romance this is, is dead. This is comedy for you guys. It's horror. It's horror. This is a horror <laughs> hey, I, for me. Hey, 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 young buck, I'm just trying to prepare you for the future. Because the minute <sighs> yeah, those matches go away, notes. you're going, wait a minute. And they'll tell you, oh, this bra has lasted me forever. Yeah, it shows. Shows. (laughs) Right. You got like pizza stains on the bra. You're like, that's not working for me. (laughs) Just Uh, gonna hear Jeff Kaufman in in the back of my head uh, 40 years from now. Jeff was right. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I haven't seen those matches in a while. Could you imagine moving to a state where where actually divorce can be a false state and you're trying to explain to the judge, I got divorced because she doesn't do the matches anymore. (laughs) He's going to go, I know, uh, kid. I know. <laughs> I get We've it. Been there. Uh, <laughs> sustained. <laughs> I'll sustain that argument. You know? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so funny. What, you got any uh, comedy dates coming up? Uh, I believe, I'm, I think it's September 24th with Miguel at the Bloodhound Brewery. Next month when you, co- when you come on, I want to talk all about your stand-up comedy career because I know it was something that you did and then went away from and now you're getting back into it and that's uh, so I, super cool. I don't know so if I, I do stand-up or I just kind of like just say a bunch of stuff that comes to my mind that might be funny and i wish it wasn't because some of it's just really offensive and i I think that's the way you get away with it i'm not offensive i'm doing stand-up you know right that's about it it. i love when you get when somebody boos me they go "Ooh, i'm good that's where we draw the line okay (laughs) (laughs) your kids at home you know you got a kid basically in in juvie and you're and my joke offended you stop it Awesome. Jeff from uh, whenyouneedus.com or therealjeffkaufman.com. And under oath with Jeff Kaufman. And, and if you fall down, go to my law firm. That's the way it works. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeff, it is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll uh, we'll see you next month. Hey, I love you guys. You know, it's good to give advice to the youth of America. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the New New Friends podcast. Especially Chris, because he's going to get screwed later in his life. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we'll be right back. I got to tell you, if you live in the Central Florida area like me, you know that this time of year is super hot. In fact, most of the year is super hot. So I've been using Air Concept to help me out with all of my AC needs. When my AC goes down, they come out right away. They take a look at it. Professional, friendly staff that gets it right the first time. That's Air Concept, concept with a K, dot com. Air Concept dot com. Or you can give them a call, 407-928-4595. And tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Lizard people. The moon landing. Birds aren't real. Hi, this is Chris from the No New Friends podcast. 
And if you're hearing this message, you are selected to join the resistance. For as low as $1 a month, join our Patreon and help us uncover the truth. Upon joining us, you will be invited to our secret Discord, where we help spread these truths. You will be invited to watch our live recordings where the government cannot interfere. For more information, please send a messenger pigeon to my underground bunker or visit us at www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. This message will self-destruct in three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? It's me, Remy, from Remy's Roundtable. Remy's Roundtable is a podcast for all of our listeners who would like to know what's going on here in the beautiful state of Florida, whether it has to be the Florida theme parks, the Florida sports, and, of course, we cover your top Florida headlines. We also bring the five-minute professor every single month to give us our lecture and quiz on any topic that we would like to learn. So, guys, do not go anywhere. You are listening to the No New Friends podcast. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. That was a fun interview with Jeff Kaufman. We've got a lot to get to this segment. Uh, we've got another edition of Jersey Man versus Florida Man. We've got... Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm so excited about it. Let me tell you, I listened... That last episode, I listened to several parts over and over and over again with how funny it is. Just uh, your new episode for Sandpiper Vacation is unbelievable. And then the... Uh, segment three rejoin with uh, Bubba underscore Job twenty two, and then <laughs> oh uh, the Florida man versus Jersey man. It was so good, so lot to get to. Now, Chris, this is so yes. exciting. So, like in my Facebook feed, it, you know, I get uh, I get you know a year ago uh, this episode, this episode, this episode, and like we are well beyond your like one year anniversary with the show, like well beyond. Aww. Like you came on in May, yeah, um, yeah, and. But, but super exciting, your wedding anniversary is coming up soon. <gasps> yeah. Wow, yeah. what? Which is insane to me. I know, I know. And I just kind of wanted to talk to me because I do the same thing every year for my anniversary. So I kind of wanted to, Chris, see what you do or what you're doing, Mary, what you and Mike do, and then like maybe get some ideas of what I should do because I uh, <laughs> suck. I suck. We go to Disney every year, not even like a Disney staycation where we're like, we stay at our Disney resort. We just go to a park and it's usually me bitching about the lines uh, or waking up at 7am and rushing us around the park. I mean, Mary, you've been to a theme park with me. So you it sounds know how, lovely. But, it sounds wonderful. Um, right, right. So, Chris, what do you got going on? What do you got going well, on this year? Well, it's funny you brought up anniversary because today is also another anniversary of mine. Today, four years ago, Emily and I got engaged. Uh, oh, lucky, wow. Yeah. Lucky number 13. Yeah. You so, know what else was? Hold on. Lucky number 13? Wasn't yesterday Joe and Mel's anniversary? 13, 13 Thir years. 13 years. So lots of, lots shout of, out. 13? Thir no, I can't say favorite Patreon because that's, that's Ryan. But uh, he's top. He's top. How many patrons we have? Well, our first. He was our first Patreon. Joe, Joe is top six, seven Patreon member. So he shout out our, to you, Joe. He's, he's, 
Uh, yeah, shout out to Jet <laughs> Mouth. Lucky number 13. So, <laughs> so lucky a lot of 13s. Lucky number 13. It's getting it's getting bad because I have our anniversary <laughs> not not us, not us. Not us. It's getting wow. bad. This is actually Spo- this is... spoiler alert. We did get married after the engagement. Um <laughs> So it's getting bad because we have our anniversary that we started dating. We have our anniversary that we got engaged. And now we have an anniversary, a wedding anniversary. So, you know, eventually we're going to have to cut some of these out, right? But not yet. Because haven't haven't hit the one year wedding anniversary yet. So today I got the flowers. You know, a little reminder, a little reminder for, hey, four years ago I got engaged, which was which was pretty cool. So wedding anniversary, it is... Um, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Especially first the year. first one. Yeah. Yep. First year, what do you do? I don't know. What is one to do? Uh, hoping that I can get some advice from you guys on what you, Scott, I know is, uh, oh, actually, it wasn't that long ago, Scott, what, five, six and years? Th- yeah, I, we're, we're, we're going to be celebrating our fourth year. Uh, fourth year, this okay. February, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not that far ahead of you. And uh, You guys are, I you guys not- are veterans to me. Well, we're we're only veterans because we've been through it a couple times with a couple different people. So that's <laughs> what, that's the only thing that makes us veterans. So um, multiple first year anniversaries. So I get lots yeah, of multiple advice, first so. year anniversaries. No, listen, I screwed up. Uh, that was when I was getting to go in studio for real laughs, uh, not like virtually, <laughs> like actual in studio. <laughs> so about that, um, I spent my anniversary on real laughs, and that went oh. over. Real well, real well. But we sarcasm. I do. Yeah, yeah. He wonders why his Costco membership is often (laughs) suspended. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> chris i have a lot of uh i have a lot of it, we celebrate a lot of anniversaries also because this is a fun fact we were both married on the same date of the year but set like seven years apart like she was married to our first 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 wedding first okay. marriage we were both we both got married on october 17th so we celebrate every year our anniversary. Uh, just something oh, cool to do. Like, you know, we, yeah, we went to medieval times one year, uh, That's went to Disney, cool. uh, combined bank accounts, just, you know, different little things that we could do. <laughs> Fun things. Yeah. Something cute that we've done is we've always followed the traditional gifts. Like the first year was something, uh, like a clock. Uh, I got her, a cl- I went the traditional, she went the classic or vice versa, but she got like something paper. Um, but don't just give her like a piece of paper, like, like right. figure out something that's really cute because she made me a, she made me a puzzle one year with, uh, the coordinates or it was like an aerial map of, uh, universal studios because that's where we first oh, met. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So and it was really cute. And it said some stuff in there. Like she's very, very thoughtful with it. Yeah. Um, I'm getting there. Like last year was leather. So I have this little leather, like. We don't need to get into that with the dogs. I don't know. It's too much. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean leather? Like, it's supposed to be something made of leather. So, like, I have... Why? 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 Because that's that's just what the internet says. Yeah, there's like a... Yeah, there's like a... um, Every year it changes what material you're supposed to get someone. This is helpful. This is helpful. Yeah, like last year, I think it was... Oh, man, I'm setting myself up for a terrible joke. I think ours last year was wood. (laughs) <laughs> Scott's been trying to give that to Rachel for the past how, how, how many years? Oh, <laughs> He's still trying. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but each year it's it's something that's oh, made with a different material. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and wow. you can do some really really cute things. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ryan in chat this is what year is rawhide <laughs> well the good thing about that Ryan is dog years are quicker so oh, Scott gets to celebrate no. a lot of anniversaries uh, per year 
Uh, for those of you listening on Glacier, I've nothing. I've never done anything inappropriate with a dog. Anyway. Just while it's watching. Yeah, just from the like, corner of the bed. <laughs> Mary, what, uh, what kind of things do you and Mike do for your anniversary? Um, so we actually we take turns. So every year we switch who plans for that's our a great anniversary. Idea. Yeah, it takes some of the pressure off, right? So um, that's helpful. But also, I'm not a good adult, and I'll like forget. You know, I, and this year we actually had to like be like, "Hey, is it your year or mine?" And then, like for oh. a second, I was like, "How many years are we at? Hold on, one, two, and then there's me, and there's your. It's your year to plan." And he's like, "No, I planned last year." And I was like, "No, I definitely planned. I actually don't know. I can't <laughs> see. I, I could help you with this breakfast. kind of stuff, but I have no idea your wedding anniversary because I wasn't invited to your wedding. Nobody was. Nobody came. I didn't have a <laughs> wedding. I didn't have a wedding. We got married at a bar. We signed a piece of paper at a bar. Our friend. You didn't even tell it. me for like a month or so, though. Okay, because we were still going to have a wedding. We thought, but you when, know, okay. Life when did you get married? When did you get married? What's your what's uh, your what's uh, your anniversary date at the, from the bar? August twenty second, two thousand sixteen. Right. You, t- you told me in November. <laughs> okay. Well, there were there was stuff going on. Okay. I'm a victim of circumstance. I was a victim of circumstance. Anyways, um, so this past year, this year we went to oh. St. Augustine for. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was nice. You know, and then like it's we follow that thing to an extent. Like the year that it was wood, <laughs> I still I can't even say it without laughing. Um, I got him like a really nice. Um, aged whiskey in an oak barrel or whatever and then you know you just do things like that usually he'll just get me something from tiffany's or whatever but we're busy we have all these kids if you let me sleep in and just day drink usually i'm good to go i don't know (laughs) i don't require much get me some french fries but yeah we just take turns it helps yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, but we'll probably take turns picking out which Disney park we, we, we go to on our anniversary because it's something simple and I fun. I mean, yeah, if that's your happy place, then that's, it, I mean, it is a, do that. Yeah. The only problem is it's it's after President's Day weekend, so it's like super busy because our, our anniversary is, is always, it's February 16th. So You should celebrate by getting like a new mattress or something or furniture no, i feel like there's always good mattress there's no, always no. good sales around president's day i don't know so chris any ideas yet what you're going to be doing is this going to be like a a joint effort hey this is what we're going to do on our anniversary or are you going to be surprising her with something um, so she doesn't listen to the podcast so not so going to say anything about surprises. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, true, true, true. That's also just me um, stalling. You don't no, know. There's no yes. surprise. There's actually <laughs> not a so surprise. So <laughs> I'm saying all this like she's not five feet from me because we live in a <laughs> 25 square foot apartment. <laughs> I have to be careful what I say twice because I, I say it here and then she hears it back of a podcast and gets mad at me again. So, um, <laughs> no, you know, where we're at right now is uh, she's deferring to me. Uh, do you have any ideas? Uh, which is a very scary situation to be in, um, you know, being in a relationship when uh, the pressure is now on me. The ball is now in my court, um, and all I'm focused on is seeing how far I can take Bubba Job in the NFL playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it looks like we'll be having a movie night. Emily's giving me a uh, very, very, very uh, scary. Attractive thing. face, I'm sure. You love it so <laughs> Scott, how many extra bedrooms do you have? <laughs> yeah, I've got Too a couple. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> In two yeah. weeks, we have 
uh, Scott York, who owns a ghost uh, ghost tour company in St. Augustine. So I'm super Ooh. excited about that. No, it's Ooh, actually can... boo is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this ghost and uh, medium stuff. It's a shame we didn't have them all. Like the ghost guy, I don't know if he could talk to ghosts, but we got to get Jerry back on, see if we can talk to Queen Elizabeth, see if she thinks our jokes are funny. <gasps> right? I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready to play Jersey Man versus Florida Man? Yes. Yes. All right. Every week, Ryan brings us uh, two news stories. We guess if it's Jersey Man or Florida Man. So here we go. Hey, guys, this is Ryan from the No New Friends newsroom located in a PETA protest outside a large Florida residence. (laughs) Not sure what all the commotion's about, but protesters keep chanting, hell no, hell no, don't bring your dog to Costco. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. In our first story this week, an unarmed man stabs another man with a pair of scissors. Wait, I read that wrong. A man with no arms stabs another man. In our second story, a hypnotist is facing sexual assault charges for subjecting clients to prostate exams. Okay, so we've got we've got a man with okay. no arms uh, stabbing someone with yes. scissors, and then we've got a hypnotist. Is tricking people with prostate exams? <laughs> okay, I have. I think the hypnotist is Jersey because it reminds me of that chiropractor that Chris went to uh, for his drug test. <laughs> so I feel like that's got to be Jersey. And then stabbing, it, definitely Florida, probably off of OBT. I don't know. Yeah, I think Mary, I'm going to agree with you this week. I think I'm going to go stabbing is Florida, and uh, the the hypnotist is Jersey. Chris, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to actually say both are New Jersey, and I'll tell you why. First one, I actually know the guy that stabbed the person with no arms. Uh, it was a viral video uh, of this guy. Ever watch the Barstool One Bite? Everybody knows the rules, like the, the pizza guy? No. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, no idea what you're so talking old. about. Uh, hey. So there's <laughs> this... <laughs> So I'm the new favorite <laughs> on the show. I'm Mary's new favorite. Wait, so no, you you guys have never seen the pizza review guy, Dave Portnoy? No, El Presidente? I no. Oh, no idea so, what you're talking so, about. I know. So he's got millions and millions and millions of, of views. Anyway, one day there's this, this. All of a sudden, this guy. He's based out of New York. All of a sudden, this guy uh, walks by and screams at him, and you the, the camera pans over, and he's pulling a suitcase, but he has no arms. So he's got like this. Let's say he's like, there's, he was like, there's rarely a time that I'm, I'm speechless and I, I am speechless. So anyway, breaking news, a uh, man without arms stabbed someone. And uh, I'm going to say that's New Jersey because I'm sure that he uh, is a New Jersey resident walking by New York. So I'm going to say that's New Jersey. And I also think that the second one was a joke about me. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Ryan's saying this goes on in my basement that I hypnotize people or hypnotize doctors to give me prostate exams. So let's roll the tape. All right, here we go. So the first story this week was our Florida man. A 46-year-old homeless man who I'm calling Edward Scissorfeet used his feet <laughs> to stab a Chicago tourist with a pair of scissors that was asking him for directions. Scissorfeet is a popular fixture in the area, known for painting on canvases along a trendy spot in South Beach. This guy has no arms and still manages to get more work done in a day than Chris Yelp. <laughs> wow. So that means our second story this week was from New Jersey, where a 55-year-old hypnotist was arrested for sexual assault endangering the welfare of a child and practicing medicine without a license. Clients told police they visited his office for hypotherapy sessions, during which he allegedly performed a prostate exam or asked others to submit to an exam. Prosecutors say it is unclear if the victims were under hypnosis at the time. (laughs) 
And in other news, a British Columbia hiker is asking others not to toss the butts of their marijuana cigarettes into the woods after his dog ingested an unknown amount of cannabis and had to be carried off a Vancouver Island mountain peak. The only thing higher than that dog was Chris Yob's blood alcohol level last week in Atlantic City. He also had to be carried home. <laughs> That's all I got for you this week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Ryan. <laughs> I, Perfect. This is... That's fantastic. <laughs> Ryan sold himself short because he said this wasn't as good as last week's. Uh, I think it was, was better. Not, I think so, too. First of all, guess the guy walked from New York all the way down to Florida. Because I'm def definitely was the guy. <laughs> it's definitely the same guy. guy. Uh, second of all, uh, the second story, I am not a minor. I am accused of being a minor a lot. But uh, I, am, I am not a minor. All right. That was really good, Ryan. Thank you for that. Oh, really good, Ryan. Thank you so much. Chris, you got some cliff notes for us tonight. I have a few cliff notes for you, Scott. So, in segment one, we sent off the Queen of England in the most respectful and tasteful way possible, if I do say so myself. Uh, with the passing of the Queen, it did make me think of things that are more dead than the Queen, and it was tough to come up with a list, but I did. Uh, very small list, not very, not very uh, many things deader than the Queen. So, top three things deader than the Queen. Number one, Scott's sex drive. That's, uh, that goes without saying. <laughs> Shot number, dead in the water. Num number two uh, thing that's more dead than the queen is racism in the royal fam. Wait, oh, I meant not racism in the royal family. <laughs> sort of the opposite of racism in the royal family. And then uh, number three, of course, is Anne Hesh's car. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Anne Hesh, the joke that wouldn't die, or also the, that won't also die. the person. Yes, also the person. <laughs> So we talked about anniversaries in the second segment, and I asked for advice on what to do since this will be my first wedding anniversary. Scott gave me a lot of great suggestions, like going to Universal Studios and Disney World, which was super helpful. And for those of you at home who don't understand how unhelpful that was, I live in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> However, Mary did give me great advice and advised me to just give wood for my anniversary. <laughs> something Scott hasn't had the testosterone for in the last 10 years. <laughs> And that's all I have for you guys tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Really funny. Really funny, Thank Chris. You, Thank sir. you for Cliff Notes. Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me. You know Joe. You definitely know Chris. And you know Jen. Well, we're the host of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at dizhiz65. Chris, what do you got going on on Dizhiz this week? So this week on Dizhiz, for the very first time, this segment is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. And for the life of me, Scott, I do not understand why anybody would book a vacation without a travel agent. Yeah, me too. And I didn't realize that it's like free for the the vacationer. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't pay for a you don't pay the 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 vacation planner. No. So yeah, that's I'm going to do that when I go to Mexico. I'm going to call Sandpiper Vacation. Oh, look, Chris, you could call um, to plan your anniversary trip to Florida. Oh, thank because, you for... See, yes. I feel, again, I think they're from Orlando. Right? Thank you for so, even more yes. pressure, uh, Mary. Yes, you're um, welcome. 
Scott basically uses a travel agent already uh, for his everyday life, is just deferring uh, all of his obligations to Rachel. Now imagine doing that for a vacation. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Check out Sandpiper Vacations. It's www.sandpipervacations.com. Uh, Nick is super knowledgeable of all the theme parks and uh, and everything vacationing, so give them a shout out today. This week is Hall of Presidents. And I love the Hall of Presidents because... It's a great place a, to take a nap. I, you know, listen, 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 listen. I got a history degree. I love history. Really cool seeing all these creepy robots. Just like, no, it is really cool because of how accurate that they got all these presidents. Like they even put a like a, a some sort of um, I don't know brace on um not the polio guy. Who's the polio guy? Um, <laughs> I have a history major. Who's uh, the polio guy? <laughs> listen, I, I did. All right, all right. Oddly enough, oddly enough, I'm not gonna lie, but I took a I took. A whole year on West Africa. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. All every other class was taken, so I had to take history in uh, in West Africa, which has just come full circle. And uh, oh, but anyway, it's um, the circle of life, Chris. It moves us all. So, so there's a president who got polio. He was it was during the war. Oh my gosh! Why can't I think of this? He was old and white. FDR. 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 There you go. It was FDR? Yes. Roosevelt. Old and white. Yes. Narrowed out uh, 99% of them, or narrowed in. So anyway, FDR, they, put a, they, they did put a brace on his leg. You can't see it because it's underneath his, his pants. Now that I'm saying this, maybe they didn't even do that and someone just told me that. And I didn't <laughs> but there uh, should be a lot of good history coming with the Hall of Presidents because it's literally history. So Yes, and uh, in, in, enjoy the nap in that attraction if you experience <laughs> it. Uh, and just like actually visiting uh, Washington, it's... Just a bunch of white robots. <laughs> you can connect with Dizhiz. That's Dizhiz sixty five <laughs> on all so <laughs> on all social media <laughs> and uh, Dizhiz dot com. If you'd like to connect with us on all of our social media, all of our links are on our website, nonewfriendspodcast dot com. You can check out our sweet merchandise or join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That is our Patreon. Don't forget, hashtag share the show. Just share a link to our show. You've got between now and October 31st uh, for your chance to win a $50 Visa gift card. And not many people have done it yet, so you've got a very, very good chance at winning. And then also, the journey of merchandise. Take a cool picture with uh, with one of our No New Friends podcast shirts or magnets in a cool place or on a cool person. Share it with us. We'll figure out who's going to win. And then uh, don't, for, don't miss next week's episode with Jonathan from the six man podcast and in two weeks scott gork from or uh saint augustine ghost tour super excited about that one on behalf of mary and chris and our special guest jeff kaufman my name is scott thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time okay bye